you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! Oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring. With this ring. I thee wed. I thee wed. Hello, and welcome to With This Ring, episode 49. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And today, we will be going back to October 1998, as we continue our trip through 1998. And we will be looking at the weeks before, around, during, and after (laughs) Judgment Day. And occasionally, we will have to look at Judgment Day 98 a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You told me it was gonna be not great. It's you know, October is always a stressful month for me work-wise, <laughs> and yeah, I was not feeling these matches. Really. Yeah, it is. It is historically a bad month, WWE really? pay-per-view wise. I think it's September mm-hmm. and October. It seems like they kind of struggle because they hit you know a high note in SummerSlam, right? And then they kind of. Don't, don't have anything to, big going on. You don't want to follow it up with anything? I mean, they kind of do, but I mean, historically at this time, especially right after SummerSlam was always the U.S. Open, so that kind of hurt their their progress. I'll blame tennis as much as I can I on this say, podcast. I really have something against tennis. But I mean, I think, and then it just wasn't their big month. Like they always had Survivor Series in November, and that's what they would start to build towards more. More so, and then after that, well, as we we'll get to it eventually. December is also historically yeah, pretty great. bad because it's usually the pay per view in December is like the fourteenth or so to try and get ahead of like too All much too stuff, close yeah. to Christmas, and then the Rumble is always late January. Got so it. there's like a six week sometimes path, and like Christmas. Is always kind of a blow off. The New Year is usually kind of like a blow off. So they don't really get serious again until like the first episode in the New Year. Gotcha. So the December pay per view is kind of like a holding pattern usually. Got it. Yeah, this the holding pattern's a good way to. Yeah, and this, this I think one. this pay per view is definitely it because. I mean, spo- spoiler point- alert: We get a tournament at Survivor Series for the WWF title. Oh. So that's like showing you what importance they were putting on that one. Right. To this one. Yeah, speaking of holding pattern, I feel like at this point in the year, there hasn't really been too many recent developments. No, so the I... The rock's getting bigger. Yes. I'm, not, I'm noticing that. Yeah, so I did Dilo decide Brown's that... Dilo well, still very protected. Yeah. <laughs> I did decide what I'll do now is give two minutes of a rundown of everything that we don't cover to help oh, you okay. with, like, the mid-card people and oh. what they're doing, okay. what they're up to, because we did it at the beginning of the year, but kind of got away from it. But I think this would be a good way to just kind of run down people that ha- maybe don't even show up on the pay-per-view but why is that got it okay oh yeah it's the own heart not the other yes pay-per-view. so okay. ready go all right go okay so the <laughs> night after breakdown there's a owen hart versus dan severin match okay. and he gives him the same pile driver type maneuver he gave uh steve austin and broke his neck so they say he broke dan severin's neck oh. and it's a storyline but then and this storyline, Owen Hart is so upset about it that he retires because he can't help to be injuring other people. There was a guy backstage who was not very happy with this storyline idea. I'll let you figure out who it was. About who retiring? No, about, like, Owen taking remorse, hitting oh, the pilot. No. 
Oh, Steve Austin. Yes, the yeah. biggest star in the company was not very happy with this. Yeah. But, like, how would you actually broke my neck? You know? Right, yeah. yeah. And then, so yeah, as you said, The Rock is becoming quickly the number two baby face in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, Mankind is behind him. Him and Ken Shamrock have kind of faltered into a feud between themselves. So Shamrock is going more heel and Mankind more face. Although, as we'll see, Mankind is still very close with Mr. McMahon yeah, and trying to help that. him. Uh, the night after breakdown, there was a six-way match, and the winner became number one contender for the European title. It was D'Lo Brown. Yep. And he beat X-Pac the next week on Raw. So okay. he goes into this show as European champion. Yeah, they, they are always fun fighting. I think there's a lot of repeats this. Yeah, and also going with uh, D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry, they had... There was one point, they were still technically in the nation with The Rock, but then they were giving a promo and The Rock was like, get away from me, jabronis. Oh. And Rock and, and D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry were not happy. So then the Raw before this, they attacked The Rock and set up that match that we'll see. Gotcha. Uh, the New Age Outlaws had been doing nothing before this. And then the week before the show, the Headbringers broke a boombox over their head. Oh. So that's the Insta feud. And it's real well, kind of. Okay. That's a good... Yeah, the New point. Outlaws. Yeah, like I said, everyone's just kind of like they've been hanging out. Yeah. So we did start. So we ended our last show the night after breakdown, where Steve Austin rides in on the Zamboni. Oh yeah. Undertaker and Kane break Mr. McMahon's ankle. Right. And we pick up a week later, where yep. Mr. McMahon is in a private health facility and. Not a backstage fake hospital. No, this was. I mean, I think. Yeah. It was an actual facility, just because it's easier to get everything there. Because right. Mankind in his book talks about how like. Him and Steve Austin were watching the videos on the bus, gotcha. uh, like after they were shot. So they wouldn't be doing that in studio. But also, remember, what did Mr. McMahon's injury consist of, would you think? His broken ankle? Yes, yeah, a broken ankle. He has oxygen. Yes, obviously. <laughs> he is immobilized. <laughs> he has blood pressures being, I mean, I, they blood take your blood pressure great. a lot, but like. You don't need an oxygen. You don't need an oxygen mask in your the heartbeat <laughs> monitor. Right, right. But, He's very rich, you see, and evil. So yes. that's why he has this. And the nurse comes in and says, there's a man who's threatening the orderlies. He's a very large man, and he demands to be let in. And Vince McMahon is freaking out. Yeah, I think it's Steve Austin. But it's Mick Foley. Right. It's Mankind, who wants to turn that frown upside down. And he brings, the, brings in Yerpel to clown. Yeah, Yerple. Well, first he says a friend. Okay. And then she's, he's like, oh, he really, she wanted, really wanted to see you. You won't believe what she does with a dog. And Vince, Vince is... Ex, is Relieved because at first he thought it was Steve Austin because right. he's convinced Steve Austin could talk mankind into it because he's ah, stupid. See, gotcha. He's kind of playing like the dumb, dumb right? Dumb crazy, the patsy. Yeah. So Yerple comes. Yerple comes, and then mankind crawls under the bed. Obviously. And debuts Mr. Sacco, which is actually very historic. Oh really? Because this is the thing that like got him from. Main event started to like super over. You think so? I think this is what made him like a crossover star, just because it's easy to do. Like, yeah, and it's a stupid thing, like a badly drawn sack puppet. But Mr. Sacco had T-shirts. Really? I owned a T-shirt oh. with Mr. Sacco. <laughs> like, he was very. It was a very big thing that helped like make him even bigger star, and it was just the stupid. Can't say knew about Mr. Sacco before we started well, dating. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't reach money. maybe everyone, <laughs> but it was the next week there were like a bunch of signs in the crowd for Sacco and stuff. Yeah, so. that's true. And it, he plays it up as it, the weeks go on. 
And then later in the night, the nurse is again taking his blood pressure because he has to be done every one hour for Vince McMahon. Yeah, and the cop automatically does that anyway. Right. Well, I mean, back in 90s. 1998. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not in 1998, but anyways. So then the nurse asks the doctor if everything looks fine, and the doctor says, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it from here, nurse. Oh, And no. it's that Texas draw is... Yeah, draw. You know who it is, and it's Steve Austin, and he just destroys yeah. it, including <laughs> a bad pan shot where yep. in an interview that's... Or Steve Austin was talking about like how he was going through all the things he should do to Vince, and... Vince said, suggested the bedpan. Austin picked it up and he's like, it's solid steel. Like, I can't really hit you with this. How am I, I going to do it? And he's like, started like knocking at the points to find it. And Vince like told him, just hit me with it, damn it. Oh, really? So Austin, <laughs> that is not him like pulling it. He is wow. just squaring up his boss with a, the bedpan. With a bedpan. So he's yeah. living the American dream. I was going to say, that's not some workplaces you can get away with that. <laughs> oh. Your boss is yeah telling you to smack you. Yeah, hit me as hard pan. as you can with the bedpan. And then <laughs> it ends with the uh, the forced enema, well, which yeah. probably nowadays would not be uh-uh. not be allowed. But here it's just a funny skit. Yeah. Also, the end of this this thing, night this whole thing ended with not a great yeah either. Yeah. So nineteen ninety eight. And then the next week, so we go to the next week, and it's a live raw where they're having an IC title tournament the whole night. That's the big hook. Okay. And Vince, Vince McMahon drives his personal Corvette from Greenwich, Connecticut. He drove all the way up. So where was it? Uh, Long Island. Oh. I think Nassau Coliseum. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. That's why. Because he's upset because of his ankle. and. How do you drive? He's, he's in a motorized wheelchair and he's driving. Yeah, well, he has it's his left ankle. Yeah, so. He could drive. <laughs> he could also walk on crushes. <laughs> also true. <laughs> but... Yes. Why would he? I don't think his angle's really broken. <laughs> so, so just a, that's hot a, that's a yeah, that's a <laughs> throwing shade at Vince McMahon here. Okay. So and Steve Austin is barred from the building. Right. So obviously. Steve Austin shows up in a cement truck. Yes. And the one time we hear about Vince McMahon's prized Corvette connect collection is this night. Right when it goes again. And destroyed. Steve Austin pours it in cement. I can't believe they were willing to destroy a car that's probably worth like. I mean, yeah, it's probably like. A lot of $75,000, yeah, $100,000. You know, I mean, even if they bought it that day and got like the lowest quality model, it's still yeah going to be at least sixty, seventy thousand, I would think. Yeah. You know, just a, maybe just write it off, right? Because it's for entertainment enter- purposes. Business purposes. Well, yeah, hey, I mean, you still pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Just claim it as a deduction on your taxes, but still. Better than nothing. Well. Still, someone could use that car. <laughs> well, it's a Corvette gone. also. Yeah. It's not like it's not driving poor babies to school or anything. Okay. All right. But yeah, so like very much playing up the Vince. Even yes. Vince, and know, then Renegade, later at the end of this night, or later this night, Vince McMahon promises Steve Austin that if he doesn't count a pinfall in the match, he will fire him. And this whole night, Vince McMahon has a strange mask but Twan Turling, security guard with him. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the night, he runs in, hits the big, hits Steve Austin with his nightstick and reveals himself to be the big boss oh, man gotcha. who is back after five years? Yeah, he's been gone for oh, wow. five years. Well, including a long stint in WCW, but... Okay. He just wanted to come back professionally or just... Yeah, I think his contract was up and they were probably offering him a nice little deal to come in. 
Yeah. So, yep. And then, so now we are at... The Rosemont Horizon? The, it, it, this is the Rosemont Horizon, okay. the last big event. There, they, when did they become the Allstate? Uh, it was over the summer of 99. Because okay. I think, uh, actually, the there's a Raw there in August of 99. I think that might have been the first technical event. Okay, called Allstate. At the Allstate Arena. Gotcha. Because in the... With, Changing to all city arena, they got like a bunch of money to refurbish it's not it a little bit. Dopey. It is well, that was I mean that was twenty two years ago now, twenty three years. Well, I mean, when we like, we went there, right? Or there in February for Disney on Ice, and right, and that it's was kind of dumpy. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Same. But like, it's there's only so much they could do to it without like making it a without making a total other stadium. Gotcha. Yeah, it kind of is what it is at this point. Yeah, I mean the the wooden ceiling that everyone loves because it makes the sound come right back down on them oh really that's why it's steve austin's favorite arena oh look at that i mean also the match where he had the city where he had his greatest match and he credits a lot of that to the crowd gotcha yeah so why didn't you go to this so yeah this was <laughs> another one of those damned events that was on a school night okay and that was a no-go no yeah that was i mean i don't think we me and Matt even really questioned this one. We were just um, kind of we could kind of because there was the there was the controversy with Raw in June. What do you mean? That was like not a fight, but like a argument. Like why can't we go? It's the end of the school year, and the school's pointless. Yeah, no, no, and Harry and Chick were both very stern on. No, it's a school night. You're not staying out till the show ends at ten. You won't get home till eleven. Right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like I had gone to house shows, but they. They were so big in Chicago, they weren't doing house shows now. They were just gotcha. doing either Raw or pay-per-views. So, it was kind of like... It was a non-starter. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't happening, I know. Uh, I know. Well, I guess in hindsight, you didn't really miss anything. Yeah, I didn't miss yeah, much of a show. So, <laughs> I'm sure you sort of enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I definitely watched it uh, on Scramble Vision. Did your friends we... even buy it for you? Have you no. Seen... They won't let you go in person? I don't, at, that, at that time, 98, I didn't. we didn't even have the box oh okay which then it was a thing like you had to drive down to the uh whatever it was comcast office it wasn't comcast right, but whatever yeah, the cable was called and it, you get the box like the little thing that would attach to the back of the, your regular cable box hmm. and they would screw in and you'd call you'd call in order the pay-per-view and the box would unscramble for three hours or for oh. six hours because you have to replay also and then it would turn off and then like within the next four business days or something, you had to return the box. I have no experience yeah. with that. <laughs> Until like, I think it was 99, we got like, they just upgraded everyone to a different cable box where you just had the, right. you could order it right on there. I, yeah, I didn't realize it was a whole separate device. Oh yeah, it was, it was a, that's why they, they, it sounds weird, like in the old pay-per-views, they were like, call ahead folks, get down to the cable company while you can before, you don't want to be calling this the day of, they're going to be swapped with people. Oh, sure. But they actually, well, <laughs> but they actually, you actually did have to you know, plan ahead. Plan ahead. Yeah, but the pay-per-view companies are already calling us now, we've got too many calls. That's funny. Yeah, I can't say I can relate to that experience. No, no, you that, never, but... never had anything you really wanted to pay, no boxing no, matches. No. Yeah, I mean, pay-per-view is... <laughs> what was with boxing and wrestling? Boxing, wrestling, right? and, like, movie. You could get movies for, like, oh. $5 before oh. they went out to Blockbuster, but... Well, we didn't need to, need to see anything that badly. Yeah, We exactly. went to Blockbuster. Did oh. you have a local chain? Did Bueller's uh, have videos? Bueller's did have videos. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had a blockbuster, but yeah, you're right. Bueller's had a little video. Bueller's had everything for a while. It did. It sounds like it. Yeah. It was like the utopia. That was the a farmer, farmer, which used to be like what Osco was. Okay. It had a weird, a weird video studio <laughs> like station, and that had like all the old wrestling. That's why I saw like the first eight WrestleManias. They were nice. all there. Like <laughs> a blockbuster had random wrestling. Videos, but this one, like, the farm was in Chicago, or in it's right where the Jewel Osco is on 79th still. Oh, okay, it used to be Jewel connected to Farmore, Farmore. The, the portal to all the wrestling. Yes, yeah, it was <laughs> very odd. It was the only place they ever saw WrestleMania one, huh? Like, around here. Well, I've seen it many times, I was gonna so, say, right? Not but very good, but it was very seminal, yes. So, I forgot, did we watch anything on Heat? There's nothing really. Uh, heat. No, the only two things we watched before were the was Austin Bowl and then uh, the car. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think there's nothing on heat to worry about. Oh, okay. So the show opens. <laughs> I wasn't with, worried, by the way. <laughs> I thought you might be. Just, just letting you know. Okay. Al Snow versus Mark Marrow, and if they do, we should note here that Jacqueline has the women's title. Okay. She had beaten Sable in a match okay. on Raw. Sable wasn't really in this. Yeah, this was. I was thinking about that. Sable is not involved at all in this, except for a brief mention here. Right. Surprised, like they didn't even ever come out and right. get involved with Jericho. Did not look it. Yeah. Especially since Elsta wins, so you could have made it like Mark Merrow's distracted by that. Yeah. Because and also Jacqueline, I don't know if you noticed, had a braid of blonde hair in her hair. She had. Clipped out Sable. It was probably extensions. Right. But then we did enter her own nice. ponytail. Well, there you go. So they're still feuding, but it's on the back burner for this pay-per-view. Gotcha. Didn't really bring And Al, what do you think of Al Snow? I said, this head gimmick is stupid. Yes. They both had some good high kind of moving on the top rope. Yeah. I, good spots. They, like, they're both talented guys. They just yeah. don't really show it as much. <laughs> as, I mean, and again, like, Seven minutes, which is enough time. They could have right, like done some more stuff a little quicker. And then this next match, I gotta tell you, I got thoughts on this. Okay. So Legion of Doom versus delegation versus the disciples of Apocalypse. not delegation Delegations. authority. No, yes. that's DOA. That's okay. That's more but, work acronym. <laughs> again, like I said, they didn't have a tag title feud going into this show, really. Okay. Like it's microwave the week before. It's in Chicago. They could have easily done New Age Outlaws versus Legion of Doom. Okay. Just let them get a nice 10-minute match and then let them ride into the sunset. Because this is it for the Legion of Doom. Okay, they yeah. the picture now. And like, they're doing the stupid stuff with draws and Hawks are recovering alcoholic mm. painkiller addiction. Eesh. And he's the he's the alternate in this one. But since it's a six-man match, they have... And also, even okay, you want to do this <laughs> match? Make it a brawl. Like yeah. So, seven eight minutes and with no DQ street fight it would have been fine but like this is not deal the Ron and Don Harris eight ball and skull they suck they're like two of the worst wrestlers ever <laughs> Nazis yeah. they have horrible beliefs but they could at least they would be able to they, they were good in ECW for a short time where they could brawl for five ten minutes and the LOD could brawl but no we have to have them having a standard tag match which is bad. Yeah, you have some strong opinions about this. It's just stupid. Like, also, this is the fourth time these teams have done yeah, a pay per view. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like I'm, I know it's like very similar. Yeah, it's bad. I don't like it. I could, I could tell. I, don't, yeah, I think LOD, LOD deserved a better send off. I feel you like. really don't like them. 
No, I like them not now. Gotcha. I, I like them growing up and. Gotcha. I mean, just their 1998 is bad. Got it. I don't know. Like I, said, <laughs> I was kind of out of it this month. But yeah. I watched everything. Didn't really. Engage so next so match much. though, I, I enjoyed. This is one of the better matches on the show. Very Takamichi. not played, but Christian. Oh yeah. Christian takes on Takamichi, Takamichi Noku. For the light heavyweight title. He needed to take that blouse off. It was so distracting. It is odd. It yeah, it's so an odd look. And it's got, got the large, nice, the deep V-neck. Yeah, and he's got a nice body. And <laughs> not even because of those. I mean, partially I wanted him to do it for that reason. <laughs> it just was like distracting. Cindy thirsting off 25-year-old uh, <laughs> Christian. Christian. Oh. Or, well, no, 28-year-old. 25-year-old. That's creepy. Takamichi Noka was 25. No, Taka was probably younger. <laughs> Takamichinoku in 1998 was 70. Oh no, they're both 73, so they both would have been 25 at the time, maybe 24. Okay. So yeah. Well, anyways, fine. it was fine. it was fine. Match was this is our first. This is the first time we've seen Christian on pay per view, right? Yeah, this is his actual first televised match, match period. And he's like a, what's the gonagol? So he's related to they they revealed he's Edge's brother. He's with Gangrel, Gangrel, and they live a gothic lifestyle. Okay. They can't say vampire for some reason, apparently, but it's they just odd. keep saying a gothic, gothic lifestyle. lifestyle. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it's it was like hip at the time, though. Goth. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, yeah, Magic yeah. the Gathering was actually like oh, big right. and subsets of that, I guess. Which is yeah. Where the gothic lifestyle falls in, I guess. I guess. Can't say I ever had that expression, the gothic lifestyle. No, it was only. A, WWE thing. So, yeah, but this is, uh, they get some high flying in. It's, yeah. I mean, this is kind of the thing. It was the third light heavyweight title match of the year so far on pay per view, which isn't good. I mean, it's, but they kind of had like, okay, Taka's going to be with Kai and Tai. We're not going to put that on pay per view. Then he's with Kai and Tai, so we can't have him fight any of those guys. And that's kind of all our light heavyweights. And then they oh, yeah. decide to make Christian a light heavyweight because he's, He's smaller, but he's not he's really not like a light. A lightweight, like, no, this is like his only time in the light heavyweight cruiserweight division. Well, they had to kind of start him somewhere, I guess. Yeah, he's got to go somewhere. Oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. The, the shirt was a little distracting. Very lousy. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, you're right. It's one of the better matches in this kind of duller of a. Yeah, and the, one of the not better matches because it gets. 12 minutes. The second month in a row they decided Dustin Runnels and Val Venus needed over 10 minutes matches. Yeah. And it's like the big return of Gold Dust. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, I my notes, tell me about the evolution okay, of Dustin so, Runnels. Yes. <laughs> You're like so, buckling down. Tell me about Dustin Runnels. All right, so he first debuted actually in WWF as okay. Dusty Rhodes' son, Dustin Rhodes. Okay. He wrestles at the 1991 Royal Rumble, but it's at a point where Dusty is like just playing out the string of his contract. It's already everyone knows he's going back to WCW as the Booker, mm. so it's obvious that Dustin Rhodes is also going to go right. to WCW because if you're 21 and your dad's going to be the Booker of a major promotion, that should probably be, be there. Of, yeah, yeah. So he goes there and he's he learn he's learning. He's getting better and better. He's helped by his dad, but not like ridiculous like he's earning he's also what he, yeah yeah and he is really oh, coming into it here and so he's really good like as he goes on 94 wcw has a bunch of great matches he's getting better and better and then in 95 he gets fired because 
him. He has a match on the back of a truck. Okay. I think we watched that. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. And familiar. they, the guy in charge of the, the like road agent for the match told both of them to get color to bleed. Okay. And in WCW at the time, that was a no-no, so they both got fired for that. Oh, wow. Not the road agent who told them to bleed. Really? Yeah. That's odd. So he goes to W. He signs with WWF because they do want him, and but he doesn't want to be Dustin Rose or anything. like. They want him to be something totally different, oh, okay. which is well, the androgynous movie character Goldust. Yeah, I feel like androgyny wasn't really big back then. Yeah, well, Vince McMahon loved that word. Oh. So that's what he <laughs> is always describing Goldust is. I think he has a basic idea, but sometimes he seems to make it just, he thinks it means asexual. Oh, uh, no. But. Yeah, so Goldust comes in and he's big star, about 96, 97. But 97, he turns face and that kind of waters him down yeah and then he has the thing where he's the weird the artist formerly known as gold dust oh yeah yeah and then from there in the summer of 98 he turned into first he goes as dustin runnels as like a badass like against vince mcmahon but then that that fades away fast and he's dustin runnels preacher right and that is what we saw him at the last pay-per-view and then after the last pay-per-view though the first night, Val Venus was just in the ring after a match, and the gold dust started falling down from the ra- oh. the rafters. And then the next week, he got an invite, a golden invite. And then oh. the next week, gold dust came out and gotcha. made his grand return. Gotcha, but gotcha. the problem was, after gold dust grand return, no one really cared. Yeah, <laughs> like he's back now, and like, okay. he was kind of boring when he left. Right, no one really seemed to really react when he came out. No, I mean it got a big pop the week before, but. That was the comeback. Like, gotcha. Oh, okay. I think they, I think they I kind of thought it would, done. it would keep going, and yeah. it kind of just dies on the vine there. Oh. So yeah, a long match here. Yeah, and then his soon-to-be ex-wife is also there. Right? Yes, What's Terry Reynolds Terry? is there. Yeah. Who was formerly Marlena. Oh, okay. Goldust director. Gotcha. Actually, before that, she was in WCW as Alexandra York. Can't say I recognize. No, anything. she. It wasn't anything that we would watch. Sunny's out of the picture now, right? She is, uh, yeah, she is gone officially. Okay, yeah. She's in, back in ECW. That's right. Uh, where so everyone with drug problems get their problems solved right away. In ECW? Yeah, not really. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, I said they're both good wrestlers, but not a lot of crowd reaction. Yeah, it's just kind of. Long match with not a lot happening. Yeah. And, Goldust wins finally. It ends with Goldust. Marlena, or Terry, distracts the ref. And Goldust just kicks Valvinus in the nuts, which would hurt him more than a normal right. man. Obviously, that's science. Yes. So, we go on to the next one. And I mean, again, we get a good match Yeah, here. but I mean, Valvinus, how long was he around for? I think he's very specific to the Attitude Era. Uh, yeah, well, he sticks around through, actually, 2002. Then he actually comes back from, like, 06 to 09. Really? But he's never, like... A big character. He's just like a guy who's there, like gotcha. kind of to take losses most mm-hmm. of the time, but to be like a name guy who loses gotcha. rather than just no one, because you could always say uh, Valvinus, former Intercontinental Champion. True. So, yeah, that's about it for this match. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's there's way too many long matches on this show that didn't need to be long. 
Yeah. We could get to that later. <laughs> but next we have a match that goes long. It's actually second longest, but it is worthy to be the second longest match. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's D'Lo Brown and X-Pac. Yep. With his chest protector still. Yep. And D'Lo Brown is defending the European Championship. As of this week, who's uh, representing Lisbon, Spain, I believe. Yes. Well, yeah, because I asked you, like, oh, why... Lisbon, Portugal. Right. Sorry. Why is it called a European title? Yes. Steel Brown versus X-Pac in Chicago. So in March of 97, they decided to come up with a European championship. And it was kind of on par with the Intercontinental title. And of course, the first winner of it was the British Bulldog. The only European guy in the company. I was going to say, yeah. He won it in Munich, Germany, though, against Owen Hart. One of the best Raw matches ever. Oh, okay. They just have a straight up 30-minute... Technical wow. match. Have we watched that? No, actually. Oh. Uh, but anyways, so then the British Bulldog is just kind of holding it. He's, not, he's defending it once in a while in America, but gotcha. they always, the big plan was always that they wanted to do two yearly pay-per-views in England. Oh, they want to expand. Yeah, which they did from 98 through 2003. Okay. And then eventually they just did the Raws and Smackdowns there. But So they're doing that, and they... So the European title at first was planned to be like the main headline of those shows. Mm. And the first one in 97, it was Shawn Michaels versus the British Bulldog. Where Shawn Michaels wins. Uh. Like screwy. And the plan was their next show was going to be in Manchester in 98. And that's literally the Bulldog's hometown. So they were going to. Oh, yeah. But then the screw jab happened uh. and British Bulldog went away. So it just kind of. And now there's no Europeans in the company. Oh, of So it just kind of became like the third singles title. They never wanted to change the name? No. It, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Now, now D'Lo Brown has it. Yes. How but D'Lo Brown is using it as gimmick as always coming from a different, representing a different city in Europe. Mm-hmm. No Triple H in this one either. No, he was out injured. Okay. Had a knee injury. No Owen Hart, no Triple H. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Jarrett? Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> he becomes important soon because he gets a new manager. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. but yeah. X-Pac wins. Yep. Clean with the X-Factor. Yeah, they're fun to watch. I mean, D'Lo around the check, chest protector is fully a gimmick now. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't know how much legitimate <laughs> help it's giving him. Uh, I'm going to guess none. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a good one. And then we have the Headbangers versus the New Age Outlaws, and this match just sucked. I was yeah. not a fan of this. I was upset watching it. <laughs> Why? It's just I I, don't, yeah, I never liked the Headbangers. Yeah, like they're true. never worth time. And then, like I said, there were other people. I feel like they could have had wrestle this match, and it, the feud's just very lazy. Like. Mm. For a few weeks, they were kind of teasing an Outlaws breakup. And then it just, they don't do anything with it. And the headbangers break a boombox over the Outlaws' head. And Mm, that's all they they wrote. That's a match for the pay per view. And it's a bad 15 minute match. And the Outlaws don't even win. They hit, I mean, their music plays because they break a boombox over the headbangers' head. But technically, they lose by DQ, which is even stupider. Right. Yeah, you're right. They you haven't seen any like breakups in any tag matches, have we? No, have I mean Kane to Mankind, but eh, they were all they were they were a super team. That doesn't really count. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Taurus is not quite very compelling listening. Yeah, well, it's not a compelling show. True. So, so not it's be, the we have, fault. We have a past to have, yes. have a compelling podcast because it's not a compelling show. So next is Ken Shamrock versus Mankind. Well, this is bad too. Yeah, well, this was actually, I was watching, it was better than I remembered it being. Okay. But I just remembered the end being really stupid. stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid because... Why did they say like he put the animal clone himself? Yeah, well, they the big thing was going into the match, they were both saying like they had the best submission move. Okay. So Ken Shamrock has him in the ankle lock. And Mankind's doing everything. He busts actually his eyebrow open first by just punching himself. And then tries pulling out his hair and then gives himself the mandible claw, which they say knocks him out. But then it's stupid because no match ever does a refer does the ring announcer announce how the right. match was won. Right. But yeah. this is the time they say it was won by the mandible claw. And, and gets, uh, it's just insane. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets Ken Shamrock gets all upset. Bad. And then Mankind does put him out with the Sacco claw. Right. Or with the mandible claw. This it wasn't Sacco yet. That would come yeah. later. But yeah, yeah. It seems odd. It's just why? bad. Yeah, yeah, I was not happy with this. Like, and the, I was surprised the match itself. I think was a lot better before it gets to the stupid finish. I, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like. Uh, it isn't a great arm work. Yeah, it wasn't a great styles. It's a styles clash, I would say. Yeah, I think that's true. Ken Shamrock is just like little banana crackers. Well, yeah, that was his like real life gimmick. I think <laughs> that was his. That's how he that's, rules. That's Ken Shamrock. His yeah. gimmick was being Ken Shamrock. Fair enough. Um, and then Mark Henry versus The Rock. Yeah. And this was a sh- the shock finish of the show. Well, we, yeah, because D'Lo Brown ran out. D'Lo Brown comes out and holds down The Rock's legs. Yeah, but The Rock's definitely... It's like a squash match. Yeah. For like half the cart, the sh- match until like Mark Henry gets like three moves. Then The Rock makes his comeback and then D'Lo Brown comes out and distracts him. But yeah, and th- this is the point where... He sets him up for the people's elbow, and the whole crowd just goes oh, insane. Yeah. yeah. He is, I mean, it's Steve Austin's not wrestling on this show, so he's the most over guy in action tonight for sure. Right. Yeah, and it is getting, like, crazy levels of how over he is. Yeah, yeah. And then he loses, which was quite a shock. I mean, Mark Henry was very low on the totem pole. Really? So to get a win over The Rock was something... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, why they decide to do that? I think just to help Mark Henry and like to kind of get some doubt on how sure they were of the Rock, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, people were all about the Rock. That's yeah, for sure. definitely. And then in the main event, Ugh. we have Kane and the Undertaker for seventeen minutes. Was that long? Yeah, Ugh. it felt longer. It's I think I fell bad. asleep during half of these. Yeah, there's high. like knee bars and headlocks and back and forth. Like anytime they get going for a little bit, they like slow it down again. Yeah, and see Boston's the ref. Yeah. He's wearing a ref out, but he's just out in his... Well, that's the only entertaining thing of the part, part of the match is him. Like when they're outside on the ring, Austin's oh, yeah, like yeah, offering yeah. them a chair, offering yeah. them the wires to choke each other out. Yeah. But yeah, it's a... Bad match, and Paul Bear comes out. And oh, that's right. Ends up hitting Kane with the chair, and he's back with The Undertaker now. Yeah. And then Steve Austin stuns The Undertaker and hits him with a chair and counts both guys out. Yeah, well, yeah, Kane was down, but right. instead of catching him, cutting him out, because Undertaker's mad, 
Uh, he puts yeah puts the DBT on Undertaker. The stunner. The stunner. Sorry. Yes. Yep. And uh, counts me, them both out. Me. Yeah. And then he asks Vince McMahon to fire him since that's what he said he was going to do. And he goes in the back looking for him, and he opens oh, yeah. the locker room, and it's Owen Hart. Oh yeah. And Austin goes, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "I'm retired. I'm retired." <laughs> And then he eventually goes back out to the, the ring. ring. And then, like, they, like, looked up the screen and, like, this weird little... Yeah, there's the glass, weird little... glass box that he's in. Yeah, that they, looking back on, should have put a roof on because yeah, he he's just up. getting pelted with everything. And eventually he ends up firing Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Screw you, Austin. You're fired. Yep. Does it twice. Yep. And then the next night, Ross starts with a big party with balloons and banners and everything. Oh, yeah. We didn't really watch that part. It's just no, because it's, like, it's a long off, promo. Yeah. But it, and Vince McMahon announces that there will be a tournament gotcha. for the title at Survivor Series. Okay. And then at the very end of the video, they were showing a still photo of Steve Austin, and then it changes to a live photo. Oh, film. yeah. And he's in the parking lot with his hunting gear. Yes. So we got a bunch of skits building it up. Vince McMahon is very scared. Yes. Steve Austin is showing the cops his gun. And oh, yeah, the quote-unquote police officers yes come up. the milwaukee police you know yes, they're obviously. there they check him out he seems autograph. good yeah. yeah well he's a good guy he's, uh-huh. he's got a per- concealed carry permit i'm sure sure he does yes so he's he's cleared and then eventually mankind comes to offer his services to vince mcmahon right and we leave and they're playing twister when they come back oh. and vince mcmahon <laughs> is just so pissed off that he yells at mankind to leave even though Steve Austin or Mankind was saying that, you know, him, Vince, Steve Austin, and Sacco could be the new four horsemen. <laughs> so he cast him out, and then the Stooges go to get coffee, and they oh, conveniently that's leave. That's when he gets left alone. He's left alone and tries to get to the limo, and Steve Austin cuts him off with his crossbow. Yes, obviously. And then holds Vince McMahon hostage in his office for their. The rest of the night. And they, yeah, th- some of these skits were like a little weird, like Vince McMahon's crying the whole time. And yeah. Steve Austin's just talking normal. Could have been better, probably. Yeah. And at the end, when like he like, they, like actually going to execute him. Yes, he's only to execute great, him yeah. in the middle of the ring, and the crowd is going crazy for it. Yes. <laughs> Which says something. Yeah. yeah. But it ends up being, I think. It was right on that line where you knew it was so cartoonish that nice. something was going to happen. What did you think was going to happen when he pulled the trigger? <laughs> did you think you were going to see Vince McMahon's brains I did explode think, on I screen? did not think that. Well? That doesn't mean a water gun. It was a little okay. Yeah. bang. Instead of, yeah, the little gun, bang 316. Yes. But then Vince McMahon was so scared he peed his pants. Yes, he peed his pants, and that's where that we get ha, ha, McMahon ha. 316 says, I just pissed my pants. Oh. <laughs> and Austin stuns him and stuffs a paper in his suit jacket, which will become late, important uh, later. Okay. And, yeah, that wraps up Judgment Day and the night after. And yeah. like I was saying before, it's really the Raws between the pay-per-views that is making stuff worthwhile here instead of the pay-per-views itself got it yeah that seems about right yeah and like i said the, the main event is undertaker and kane but the main feud in it is still steve austin right and the, so Ra- uh, the, Nick the Nick Nick Nick. yeah 
yeah, the undercurrents going through all of it. Yep. So, yeah, kind of, kind of. Kind of a blah show. All right. Well, it's oh. our ranking time. Ranking or reading? Rating. It's reading. Yeah. Oof. This is gonna be another another uh, six, I think. Oh, six. Okay. What are you putting at? I'm gonna go five point five because actually. I'm going to go five. Rats. So you went on a couple rants. Yeah, I'm going five because there's nothing good. Like, there's not, the, not a lot going on for this one. Yeah, the main event sucks. Yeah. And most of the other shows, you could say a lot of the, a lot of the match was, matches were bad, but at least the main event was good. They're usually, in fact, the ones you've been watching, the first one's pretty decent. There's like one in the middle that's okay and the main event is good. Right, yeah. But there's nothing here redeeming, I think. It's, yeah. It's bad. You do a brought an Xbox good. Yeah, there's two good matches, but as a show, you, you need good. you need one of your bigger matches also to be good. That's true. <coughs> That's true. All right, so Ugh. two best matches. Oh man, well, do a brought an Xbox. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, no, no, no. I guess. Christian. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I ex- I I always knew I hated the mankind match, but watching it, I was like, actually, this is pretty good. And then the ending came back, and I was like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> so yeah, I was leaning towards that for a little while, but no, I'm gonna go with Christian, Xbox again, or Taka, as well. Yeah, it's two, and I mean they're two good undercard matches, but. Your show can't be headlined by... Right. Unless they're like all-time greats, which neither of these are. They're good fine right. matches. Good point. So, uh, our next pay-per-view, though, is Survivor Series. Okay. But I'm glad to report. I looked at it earlier. There are only three matches. So, on this card, Judgment Day, there were one, two, three, four, five matches over... Not only ten minutes, but five matches over twelve minutes. Oof, yeah. There are three minute, four matches over seventeen, over fourteen minutes. Wow, which is too many. Our yeah. next show, we have three matches that are over ten minutes total. Oh wow! And the longest that there's only one match that goes longer than ten minutes and twelve seconds. Oh wow! So okay. it is. <laughs> there are a lot of matches because it's a tournament. Gotcha. So we get a lot of oh, quick gotcha, gotcha. three minute matches in and out. So, so it's be, like a bracket, like a March Madness. Yes. Style yeah. Okay. So it'll be nice to. It'll be. Much more digestible Good. to watch a match in two or two here. Yeah, yeah. And it's eight minutes rather than thirty minutes I that was this was. Say, I like we sit down to watch these and I just would fall asleep. Yeah, Judgment Day was not kind entertaining. Of right now. Yeah, but we'll we get it. we'll get to the deadly game Survivor Series. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, wow. It's just Survivor Series. We're, yep, we're in November. We're yeah. All right. It's crazy. We'll join you next time. All right, thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go uh, to Mr. McMahon's room. If we have a visitor, a really, a really big fella wants to come see you. I don't want any visitors. Just my family. I told you, just my immediate family. I don't want any visitors. Uh He's really big, and he's threatening the staff. Uh He threatened one of the orderlies. I don't want any damn visitors. I don't want any visitors. Turn that frown upside down. Vince, it's me. How did you find I me? I saw what happened. I felt really bad, so I brought you some presents. Take a hold of these. <laughs> Aren't they colorful? 
And some candy. I know that, that you like the sweet JR. stuff. Vinny's got a sweet tooth. Come on, come on, open them up. This is great. This is great. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm, you know I'm in a lot of pain. I know you're in a lot of pain. That's why I brought you these. Those things are delicious. And I'll tell you what, I brought another guest here who really wants to see you bad. Look at, you brought one? I brought another guest for you. Someone who really wants to see you bad. What? You brought him. No, no, no. It's not a him, it's a she. It's a she. I brought you some female entertainment and I think you know what I mean. She does a trick with a dog that you won't believe. Vince McMahon, say hello no. to your ball. Hey, Vinny, how you doing? I came to make you feel better, Vinny. I sure did. Here's a rainbow for you to let you know that there are brighter days ahead. And I'm here to spread nothing but smiles, so I have this wonderful sticker for you. We'll just put it right here, keep it far show away from the Show me the trick with the dog. Show me the trick with the dog. Don't show me any damn trick with the dog. Oh, yeah, it'll make you feel so much better. You'll just love it, I guarantee you. You sure will. I don't want See, this I can candy. tell the difference it's making already. You're I don't smiling. want I brought one other visitor, another special guest. What the hell are you doing? M Mr. Sacco! <laughs> Say hello to Mr. Sacco! Mr. Sacco knows you've been feeling mighty bad, so he's gonna give your boo-boo a hey, big nurse. kiss! <laughs> You're gonna what? Hey, hey, ah! No, Mick, please. Please, just Mr. leave. Mr. Sacco! Please leave, please. Damn it, leave. And take this crap with you. Take it out! Take it all out! Get out! Mr. Sucko. JR, that was awful. And maybe we're ready now for that interview. Oh, he's still in a lot of pain. Is that the head nurse? Vince, can you hear us? I need to take this thing. Yes, ma'am. And we're on ignore. Last time it was normal. You're gonna find it's normal this time. We'll see. Every time you've taken it, you've found that it's normal. Every single time. Yes, Mr. McMahon, it'll be all right. Almost done. I can't wait to get out of here. There. Is it normal? Yes, it looks real good. Yeah, looks real good. Looks just fine to me. How about you, doctor? Oh, I'll take it from here, nurse. Get him off! Get him off! Get him off! Get Trash! Oh.